Hola, I am Cherise and I am Justin. Welcome to Pama Narratives, Usaping Cultural Heritage. A podcast where we talk about the beauty and the significance of Philippine cultural heritage. So for this episode, we are going way up north. North? Where in the north? Okay, I'll give you three clues. Street, old houses, and Kalesa. Can you guess where we're going? Let's see. Street, old houses, Kalesa. Oh, I know it. Is it vegan? Oh, diba? Parang Dora lang. Yes, you got it. We're going to vegan. Imagine, we're like traveling back in time. Indeed, I've heard so many nice things about vegan before that it's no wonder the place is very popular with both local and international tourists. I would love to visit it sometime in person soon though. Same here, syempre wala talagang tatalo sa actually pagpunta sa vegan. But you know, that's gonna have to wait until the lockdown is over. But for now, we'll have our special guests show vegan for us while we're all at home. Special guests? Who are they? Well, they should be here any minute. Oh, hey, they're here! Our special guests for today are Ina Garcia and Imal Halmaani. They'll be accompanying us on today's episode. Annyeonghaseyo, gentlemen, Ina Imnida. Hi guys, glad to be here. Hoy Ina, di tayo pupunta ng Korea. Vegan, Ina, vegan. Ay, sorry, sorry. The fangirl in me jumped out. Anyway, guys, before we get started, do you guys want to play a game? Sure, go lang. Anong game? Simple lang. For every letter of the name vegan, we take turns giving a word associated with a place, starting with that specific letter. Oh, so parang busy apple lemon juice? Yes, pero dito walang aminan ng crush. Oh, buti naman. Ayoko ma-expose dito, no? Okay, sige, I'll start. For letter V... Hmm. Aha! Vinegar. As in basi vinegar. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, ako next. Letter I stands for Ilocos. Wow, Cha. Feel ko ang tagal mo pinag-isipan yun. <laughs> Pero sige, ako naman. Sa letrang G. Hmm. Wait lang. Wala akong maisip. G. The joke. May naisip na ako. Gabriela silang. Yes, let's go, Gabriela. Okay, bilang ako na lang ang wala pang sagot for letter A, my answer is um, arsobispado. Natandaan ko yung word na yon from another class dati eh. Yes naman, Spanish-speaking sa E. So, ano naman for letter N? Sige, sige, guys. Ako na magtatapos. Hmm. N is for New Seven Wonders. Oh, nice! That was such a fun game, ha? What a nice way to introduce our audience to today's episode. Diba? Kahit na challenge light ang brain cells ko. Anyway, sadly, we don't have all day. So, Ina and Ima, take it away and tell us more about the city of Vegan. To start, can you introduce us first to Vegan? Okay, see no more. We got you guys. So, Vigan is the capital of Ilocosur, located at the river delta of Abra River in northwestern Luzon. The city is unique because it is one of many extensive surviving Philippine historic cities dating back to the 16th century. It has become well known for its unique architecture that sees native Philippine and Oriental with European colonial design and construction, then arranged into a Renaissance creed pattern as decreed by 
the Lay the Last Indies or the Law of the Indies. A good pattern. Wait, familiar. Parang, yung parang sa Entramuros, no? Na may plaza sa gitna? Exactly. They follow the same pattern. And for vegans, this deed spreads throughout 17.21 hectares of inscribed property that includes the historic footprint of the entire town and a total of 233 historic buildings tightly strung along a deed of 25 streets. The heritage houses that we know of belong to vegans prominent residents, which are located after the first year of Plaza Salcedo, the central park. So Ima, do you want to explain this first year? Sure lang, ma'am. But let me share a fun fact first. Pamana lang mo ba? Pamana lang mo ba na unique ang vegan kasi it's the only old Spanish city sa Pilipinas na may dalawang plaza sa gitna. Adjacent sa Plaza Salcedo ang Plaza Burgos, which is immediately beside St. Paul's Cathedral. Oh, kaya pala napaka-special ng vegan. Nako, so true lang. But Plaza Salcedo is the one beside the administrative buildings, the Casa Real and Municipio. And religious buildings like the Seminary, Arzobispado, or Archbishop's Palace, and St. Paul's Cathedral. These are located beside the church-run school, the St. Paul College, known before as the Colegio de Niñas. This land remained relatively intact despite wars and natural calamities that had plagued began. The major changes to the original urban landscape were caused by fires. So among the affected buildings were the Casa Real during the American period, some of the houses on Crisologo Street during the Japanese period, and several other houses located elsewhere in the post-war period. Oh my, a lot has happened in Viga na talaga as a very old town. Diba? But wait till you hear about Vigan's history. It will prove how much it has gone through. To begin with, it was a key trading port long before Spanish colonization. It had been detached from mainland Luzon and was surrounded by the Abra River, Mestiza River, and the Govantes River. These form Isla de Vigan, or Island of Vigan, that provided ready access to Chinese junks sailing from the West Philippine Sea by the Mestiza River. It also became a convenient stop on the Silk Route, which linked China, the Middle East, and Europe. And hindi lang yun ah. Ang pagkakakilala sa lugar dati ng mga Chinese dati dyan ay vegan, as in yung sa honey vegan nun, na ang meaning ay beautiful shore in Hokkien. Oh, oh, beautiful shore. Ang ganda naman ng pangalan. Well, kasi maganda naman talaga dun eh. Oo, pero syempre, binago yan noong dumating ang mga forces ni Spanish conquistador Juan de Salcedo. Kaso, nagkaroon siya ng misunderstanding pagdating niya. He asked a native about the name of the place who thought he was asking the name of the native plant growing along the river. So he told him that they were called Digaa. As a result, Salcedo named the city Vigan. So from there, naging seat of colonial power sa northern Luzon ang Vigan, na tinawag na Ciudad Fernandina de Vigan, in honor of Prince Ferdinand, anak ni King Philip II of Spain. And when you say seat of colonial power, you can also say na naging hotbed siya ng descent against colonial imperialism. It's a genuine siege of vegan na pinangunahan ni Manuel Tino, Diego Silang, and Gabriela Silang. And then, noong December 10, 1941, ang vegan ay isa sa mga first locations sa Pilipinas na na-invade ng Imperial Japan. Pero na-deliberate din siya noong 1945. Pero enough na muna tayo about war and colonization. How about it? 
Fast forward na tayo sa present times. Uy, sige, G. Nakadown kasi yung fact na ang daming Filipinos na matay defending our country. Pero salute pa rin sa kanila, mga true idols. Yes, I'm sure that we all feel honored here to have the same heritage as them. But going back, what about the present times? Kamusta nang vegan ngayon? So, to continue, more than four centuries later, this historic town was no longer separated from mainland Luzon due to the major silting of the Mestiza River. In recognition of its cultural and historical significance, it was inscribed as a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1999 as a best preserved example of Spanish colonial towns in Asia. In 2000, vegan city status was revalidated and recognized by law. And finally, in 2014, it became a part of the new seven wonders of the world. Grabe! Hakot award, no? Oo, deserve naman talaga. Pero matanong ko lang on behalf of our audience. What makes vegan culturally and historically significant? I'm glad that you asked. Vegan boasts a lot of cultural spots. And don't forget the prominent personalities and virtual activities pa. So iran daw namin sa inyo ni Ima, guys. So syempre, una na dyan yung sikat na kalit ni Solobo. It's a well-preserved cobblestone street lined with ancestral Spanish houses. Its pavement are made of Belgian block or Sampia tree. And then there's the Sequia Mansion Museum, which is the old residence of vegan native President Elpidio Carino. Given as Carino's dowry when he married a descendant of the Sequia family, it has been decorated with antique memorabilia like paintings, housewares, and furniture from different parts of the world. So, tulad ng na-mention kanina, halo-halo ang influences ng iba't ibang bansa sa architecture ng Vians. The same thing applies to St. Paul's Cathedral or Vegan Cathedral, the seat of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Nueva Segovia. So originally made with wood and tatcha. Then after two earthquakes and a fire, it followed a modified Baroque architectural design to strengthen the church against earthquakes or earthquake Baroque. It also has Neo-Gothic, Romanesque, and Chinese-inspired embellishments. So sa tapat ng katedral, yung Plaza Salcedo, then at the other end ay yung Provincial Capital. Meanwhile, Plaza Burgos is named after Padre Jose Burgos, a one-third of the Gomborza Martyr Priest. Oh, parang I remember that in the recent webinar that I attended na may food dogs daw sa tapat ng church. Parang that's a Chinese aspect, di ba? Tumpak, moms. Yung mga food dogs yung Chinese aspect. Think of them like mga bantay sa church, ganun. And speaking of bantay, Ina's another fun fact. Pamanala mo ba? Pamanala mo ba na yung bantay church bell tower ng south ng vegan cathedral ay favorite date spot ni Diego and Gabriela Silang? Personally, why not, di ba? Kasi ang ganda ng view na yun. Ang romantic naman. Honestly, ah, first time kong marinig tong side na to ng Silang couple. Heroes na my love life. Tapos maganda pa date spot nila. Hay, papasana ulit ka na lang talaga, Charis. Pero hoy, di lang siya pang date spot. Ah. Bago pa man siya naging bell tower ng kalapit na simbahan, ginamit muna siya as watchtower from 1591 to 1857. Maganda ang view para uh, makita agad yung mga kaaway. Well, I'd rather stay away from the kaaway and just enjoy my trip to vegan. What else can we do ba? You can try Burnay making up a Burnayan. 
is the art of producing jars from grade A clay inspired by Chinese traders who settled and intermarried within vegan. It was primarily used for tea drinking and as a container for salt, brown sugar, water, local wine or basi, and bagoong. However, they mostly serve as decorations in present times, while miniature versions of it were sold as souvenirs. Although now, tatlo na lang ang burn camera sa bansa, and all three of them are in vegan. Okay, noted yan. I'll put that in my itinerary. Charisse, we have to try making burn jar soon, ah? Yes, please. That actually sounds so exciting. Gustong-gusto ko kasi talaga mag-turn ng pottery, eh. Ito pa yung interesting dyan, ha? One of vegan's notable people was Gaud Manalikha Awardee, a national folk artist for pottery Fidel Go. He inherited the ruby pottery from Egan Go, and to this day, he continues the, the tradition of the craft. And if you guys think na yun na yung kaya ng mga tabigans, hear this. Leona Tolentino, the mother of Philippine women's literature and the bridge from oral to literary tradition, was also from vegan. Grabe, suko na ako guys ha. Nasa kanila na ang lahat. How to be like them po? Well, actually, not really naman. I mean, wala namang perfect, di ba? Ooh, how so, Ina? For one, marami ring issues ang hinarap at patuloy na hinaharap ng vegan. Before its inscription sa UNESCO noong 1999, may legacy ng political instability, private armies, and political violence, out of outmigration of businesses, and decay of the historic district. Tapos marami rin nasunog ng mga structures. Not only that eh, may mga bagong problems din ng vegan ngayon. The new status of the city as a major tourist spot exposes the heritage buildings to an influx of visitors and may cause rapid deterioration. And a few houses remain in deteriorating condition due to neglect of their elderly owners to this day. A lot of them were completely altered mainly for commercial use. Kaya in the end, nawala ang authenticity na marami sa mga buildings. Nako, kapag talaga pera ng usapan, okay lang masagasaan yung mga important cultural properties natin. Sayang naman. True, and you know not to mention pa yung influx ng visitors ay nakaka-disrupt din sa everyday lives ng mga tao doon. Can you imagine waking up at 5am kasi ang ingay-ingay ng mga turista? Parang, I can't help but, you know, think na they just feel like there's some museum piece na rin. I mean, they have lives din naman outside promoting culture and tourism, di ba? I guess people need to be reminded again on how important vegan is to us as Filipinos. Di naman pwedeng pabayaan niya ng ganyan. Wait, alam ko na! Ano yun? Since nasa magandang platform na tayo on informing a lot of people, why not use this opportunity and tell everyone the importance of vegan? Uy, good idea yan. Right, Ima? Yes, yes! Conserving vegan is important because it's the only surviving colonial settlement in the country and has become an intact relic of Spanish colonial town planning in Asia. Its unique architectural landscape has no parallel anywhere else in the world. As such, it holds a degree of importance as a cultural treasure, not only to us Filipinos, but to other people in, of the world as well. Very well said, Ima. That short but direct message is enough to encapsulate the essence of conserving not only vegan, but all the other cultural properties that we have. 
I'm sure our audience will take these things to heart the next time they visit the likes of vegan. Dapat lang, no? Cultural heritage natin yan. Let's both be proud and responsible of them. And with that, our second episode of Pama Narratives, Usaping Cultural Heritage, comes to a close. Thank you for tuning in and we hope to see you in the next episodes. We still have a lot of things in store for you guys. And thank you very much to our special guests, Ina Garcia and Ima Halmaani, for bringing the old world charms of vegan to the comforts of our very homes. Until next time, this is your host, Cherise Dacastillo and Justin Austria, signing off.